It's time for another episode of The Cheat Sheet. The Cheat Sheet. The podcast where we interview top VCE performers and deconstruct the strategies they use to achieve incredible results at school and in life. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve here. We are on location for this very special episode of the Cheat Sheet Podcast. We are down in Chelsea in an ice cream store. We've got people upstairs pumping out some bass and we're going to have trains going past. We're going to have human interaction. But the most important thing is we are here with Barbara, 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 Barbara. Barbara Streisand. Who is a superstar. How are you, Barbara? Hi, I'm good. It's, good. Wonderful, to, it's wonderful to have you. I'm really well and I'm, I'm totally excited because I've been unleashed into the world and I have gone rogue. And that usually means that we're going to get some really interesting and cool stuff. And hey, if our if our conversation that we've had for the last half hour, which we probably should have recorded, probably, has been yeah. anything like what this interview is going to be, we're in for a treat. Guys, let me give you a summary on Barbara. You graduated when? Last year, Last 2015, year. 2015, yep. that's the year. You went to a pretty rock star school. We went to the same school just 10 years apart. Yeah. You bagged a 98 ATAR. With a little bit of change on the end, I'm assuming. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Excellent. And you just told me you were talking about how easy that was for you. We'll go into that in, <laughs> in some way, shape or form as well. Sure, you've, sure. Got, you've got some really great ideas about how, to, how you study and how your methods work. Mm-hmm. You were school captain, so that's pretty exciting as well at a, at a prestigious school that obviously has some work-life study balance issues as well. You're now doing what? Let's, let's start where you are. What are you doing? Oh, what I'm doing now is I'm at uni, part-time, oh, full-time at uni. Awesome. So I'm doing commerce science double, um, just over at Monash. At Monash, there we go. We get to plug, yeah. the, plug the university. Plug the, it's, yeah. That's important. <laughs> the uni. <laughs> Hi, Monash. Monash. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm balancing that with the, well, mostly one part-time job. I've got one or two other casual kind of jobs that yep. I do in the week just now and then to help out a few friends um, for example I still work at the school on a Saturday morning work at the canteen um, but Saturday sports still happens yeah, they still do that yeah they still do Saturday wow. sport it's alive and kicking <laughs> <laughs> there you go so you got the canteen action there fantastic yep. and a couple um, of other things as well yeah and then mostly I'm doing a bit of a sales job where I do a bit of door knocking around Melbourne yeah, um, and sell charity stuff so it's yeah, it's pretty Fantastic. cool. It keeps me busy. Wide and wide and varied. Hey, with the with university, so science, commerce, mm-hmm. was that what you always wanted to do when you when you grow up? Oh, look, I always wanted to go the science way. I mean, my parents are in the health field, yeah. health industry, so I just naturally assumed I'd always end up somewhere down the same road. Yeah, nice. um, and. But by the end of year 12, I thought, you know what, I've got a bit of a curious and a bit of creative side. I think I might try my hand at something businessy. So um, business or commerce science was the closest double degree that would actually let me do A, what I was good at science, and B, what I wanted to do, which was commerce. So I thought... Yeah, Why not nice. do them together? There you go. Yeah. Guys and girls listening on at home, like, there it is. Play to your strengths, but also do the stuff that, that interests you. And I found that with um, the commerce side of the degree, I, at this point in time, I'm planning and majoring in the behavioral commerce, which mm-hmm. is a lot of psych and that kind of thing. So that ties in with science and get to mix science and commerce right at the crossroads. So, yeah, it's really working out yeah, at yeah. this point in time. How do you find, so obviously, like, you're being... Being the creative and, you know, you, you're a people person as well. You, you find it very easy to talk and interact and you're very engaging. How do you find the difference between, like, the VCE universe and then the university universe and the work universe? Like, is there, have you yeah. found that there's more flexibility outside of school once you've left? There definitely is. I mean, 
I, it's pretty well known that at school you're, there's a lot more support. Um, regardless of where you go, there is a lot more support at school. Um, but at uni, I, just to, I, I enjoy the freedom and at work as well. There's no one chasing you up. Yeah. And you do... You don't realise it for a while, but then you get to a point where you... I, don't, I wouldn't call it a low point, but you do get to a point where you realise, you know, if I don't actually do something to to, 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 to move forward, to do my work, I'm going to fall behind. So I think it's good that it forces you to kind of switch into, I don't know, adult life, if you want to call it, or switch yeah. into a proactive way of thinking instead of just sitting back and waiting for your teachers to do everything for you. So it's it, it pushes you, it throws you in the deep end, but I think it, you need to be thrown Absolutely. in the deep end. It's like yeah. that wonderful moment where your parents say to you, hey, it's probably time you should hey. be Bye-bye. You know, it's that moment where the tap's turned off and you've got to you've got to do the work for yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. Hey, Latin. Yep. You did Latin as a language at some point in your I, school career? That's I, pretty cool. I sure did. Awesome. Um, yeah, I started in year eight with a whole bunch of friends. Um, Just because? Like, were you interested in the language or was it something that you, you wanted to oh, challenge yourself? Or? So how it worked at um, my school was you did a language in year seven, in year seven so yep. you did either Japanese or French. And then in year eight, you got offered either to do this other language that you didn't do or got offered to do Latin and then I was offered to do Japanese because I wasn't smart enough for Latin yeah. and then everyone dropped out of Latin and I think a week before the course started they were like oh, oh please come on I'm shaking the come can on, like yeah. <laughs> get me on board so fantastic jumped on board and then by the end of it you know I wasn't one of the strugglers anymore I was just kind of a normal person in the class doing it yeah doing alright so I guess things change over time and who I was in year 8 definitely not who I am in year 12 yeah who definitely I was in year 12 yeah. for sure relevance in today's society Latin discuss uh, oh gosh is it still I think in that if you're doing it like is. medicine or some sciencey stuff there's it's, still some words that are like oh yeah it definitely it's it's good conversation starter there's a lot of nerdy yeah. kind of things that you just pick up and go absolutely oh. you know in a lot of <laughs> A lot of people you talk to, you wouldn't quite want to bring up a lot of a lot of your Latin knowledge, mm. but um, you definitely know, helps if you see like you're watching a movie and they start ripping out some Latin. You're like, yeah. straight in, yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent, yeah. No, so there you go, guys. So language language use and selection uh, as a as a conversation starter and, and it, as a party trick. Help, yeah, party trick. <laughs> so and it, it helped me with English and French anyway at school. So absolutely, that was pretty cool. A lot yep. of similarities teaches you the structure of the language so definitely different way of thinking fantastic yeah so in addition to bagging your your big your big wonderful score you you did some obviously a bunch of subjects did you do the the six subjects that you needed to do as your allocation for mm-hmm. bce sure did. what did you do let's, um, let's go let's think back to 2015 so year 11 mm-hmm. i did biology and latin so got okay so the two two three four subjects in year 11 yep yep nice. so got them out the way and then in year 12 i did uh chemistry english like like you have to yeah. french and methods beautiful uh so tell you what though i only had four subjects but it felt like <laughs> yeah well they were not just they're not four ordinary subjects are they they're, they're four pretty comprehensive subjects yeah, yeah, yeah so you've yeah, done so yeah. you you've, you did three languages at three four level if you include english 
Yes. So French yes. and Latin. Mm. Jeepers. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's awesome. Well done. Thank you. How did you find? So we've had a couple of interviews prior to this that, uh-huh. that, that, that have had the two subjects getting out of the way, as yep. you put it, in year 11. Did you find, you, you, you sort of find that great because oh, you, you've yeah. taken two off the table, but you've but given the load and the, the structure of your subjects in year 12, yep. it was still pretty intensive by the sounds of it as well. It was, but, you know, I found because how it worked we had 15 minute blocks so we had eight periods a day yeah. and by taking out two in year 11 that meant I had 11 free periods in year 12 fantastic um, so yeah and and that let me during the day I had two maybe three a day um, and that just let me get out on my social kind of uh, needs in the day or I could take a nap in my spares and so I could get home and actually focus so if you've got the opportunity to do two in year 11 do it because it makes year 12 just a little bit Absolutely. more enjoyable not necessarily less stressful just, but just you can you've got time for other things as Great. well as study yeah yeah because yeah. VCE it's not all about the study is it like, no, no, it's definitely about the balance. Yeah, but saying that, if you are doing five, you know, you adapt, you do make it work. Absolutely. So there's not, yeah. It's all just it's all just give and take. So obviously, with the with the fact that you had a little bit more time in year twelve, you took on a you took on a leadership position. Now looking here, it looks like a pretty small leadership position. School captain. This is small. Yeah, just a tiny one, right? <laughs> just a little one. Yeah. How oh. did you find? How did you find? Obviously, now school captain is you're the face of the face of the school, mm. and yeah, you've got a totally you've got so. a you've got a partner and you're an offsider and a bunch uh-huh. of leaders below you that you've got to obviously look after and and take care of, as well as trying to focus on you know, yep. four subjects and yep. social life and napping yeah. and you know, all those sort of <laughs> things. Of how are you, like, let's have a quick chat about like work-life study balance and how you manage to you know, balance all that stuff. Oh, um, well, I'd say they looked after me more than me looking after them. There you go. Um, absolute beautiful souls that I worked with last year. Um, but balancing it, I think you just, you just got to make time for everything and the studies definitely for a big part of the year I put them on the back burner um, I definitely put prioritised my mental health yeah. over my studies for, for a fair bit which regardless of whether you know that's the right thing to do or not that is what I did yeah. um, and you'd find that by putting a bit of effort into your social life it does the the good attitude that you get and the the healthiness it does spill over into your studies because your friends help you out you're feeling good when you're doing your studies um you're feeling refreshed you 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 don't you don't look at it as if it's a chore you look at it as yeah no it, it it all and and the busier mum always says the more you do the more you get done so the when you when you're constantly on the go, when you're constantly ready, there's no need to get ready. There you go. Uh, awesome. So yeah. So if you're just going, obviously you need to have your rest. But if you just keep on your toes by doing things all the time, and you're not, you know, just resting all. You're not taking. Oh gosh, what am I even saying? <laughs> you're saying great stuff. I hope you're all listening because it's it's spot yeah. on. Just keep on your toes. Just keep doing things. Doesn't matter what it and the is. The momentum will take. Yeah, the, the momentum. Yeah, the momentum. Care of itself, yeah, right? like that whole physics thing. Object keeps going the way it's going, and 
Another useful party trick, having science exactly. come, into, come into the realm of podcast interviewing. Exactly, exactly. There it is. You heard it here first, folks. As you can tell, guys and girls at home, we're, we're taking this pretty seriously, but in our relaxed nature, we're getting some absolute gold. Now, Barbara, you've got some, you've got some really unique approaches to your study. You've already identified that you know, mum's given you some, some words of wisdom and some gold, and, and we love our mums on the cheat sheet, that's for sure. But what are some other things and some other tips that you use specifically because there's no there's no denying that the score that you got is enviable and it is it puts you in that sort of the upper echelon of the VCE universe yep. and you don't get that just by accidentally you know waking up one day and <laughs> there it is you've worked hard so what are some of your tips and strategies that you use that worked for you specifically um, VCE the way I looked at it um, is definitely a bit of a game as I was talking mm. to you about it before it's uh, the tips that I'm about to pass on over aren't necessarily um, the most conventional and I know they're not necessarily the best way to learn but for VCE they work yeah. you know it's all about playing the game playing it clever um, and so for I'd say pretty much all of my schooling up until uh, year 11 I always took the long way around things I always tried to learn as much as I could and broaden and spread you know learn everything but when when it gets to VCE, you got to know what to study, how little you can get away with studying, and just focus on that. And sure. I know teachers get annoyed when you go, will this be on the exam? We know, we know, you know when you ask them, you go, oh, is this going to be on the exam? And they go, oh, it doesn't matter, you got to learn it anyway. Um, you know, I, I think it, you, you got to ask, is it going to be on the exam? Because keep asking if it's that question. Not, yeah, I mean, take it in. Learn it if you like. If it's interesting, go for it. Uh, but if you're time pressured, you got to spend more time. I spent a lot of time not necessarily learning but planning what I needed to learn and then taking time to learn it. So, for example, in science I'd, or in chemistry, I'd go through all the past exam papers, check out everything that was in the exam, figure out the probabilities of what was going to be on the exam and then focus what I needed to. I know I know a few wow. people I, I heard about uh, drop spreadsheets of past questions and things and then figure out the likelihood of things and my definitely my best uh, the best thing I did I got an okay English score um, and I didn't do a single practice English essay you're kidding me nope. <laughs> If I, had to, if I had to pick one golden rule of VCE, it would be do practice English yep, essays. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain what I did. Um, it's pretty cheeky, but so you've got the three essays. Um, two of them you can prepare for. Two of them you can just pre-write. So I got all the potential exam essays, um, topics, put them all together, created a master topic, and then from there I wrote a master essay. Nice. And with where you could change the topic, um, where everything was the same except you had like fill in the blanks for the intro, uh, topic sentence one, topic yeah. sentence two, that kind of thing. And so then before the exam, I got my teachers to read it over, correct this master essay, and then I printed off uh, four, five, six copies, um, and then double space the whole essay. Got myself an example topic. And then instead of rewriting an entire essay, I just wrote the topic sentence for each for each topic. Yeah, so I 
did minimal writing, a lot of planning, mm. but minimal actual writing, and it it worked. You just what a great what a great perspective. So there's still work involved, which, oh, def- which is oh, which yeah, is really important. But it's work. just what you've what you've done really well here, Barbara, is you your perspective. So you're looking at the problem. The problem is how do I get through VCE and get the score that I want to get into the course to to realise my potential later on in life. That's the problem for that all of us are facing. Yep. However, your definition of the problem and the way that you've gone about defining it is, well, this is one way I could do it, but this way would also work as well. Mm. We've proven it. You've proven that it worked by <laughs> what you've achieved. But, yeah, by clearly going, well, here's the structure, here's the system, letting you into like the, the matrix of yeah. the VCE and planning, doing a lot of preparation before you go and plug in. And when you're working on subject-specific stuff, you're maximizing your time. Exactly, exactly. Nice, awesome. It's just, yeah, smart studying. And and with that as well, as you were saying, there are a lot of uh, recommended methods um, and a lot of them work. For example, I know mind maps work mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Yep. And I was told, particularly by my French teacher, to do a mind map, to do mind maps for everything. Um, but I knew from experience that mind maps just don't work for me. Right. So I said to her, look, I, I appreciate that they work for you, but I am confident that uh, I have my own study techniques um, and I'm going to give them a shot because I know that they work for me. Nice. So uh, there's, you know, take advice, definitely have an open mind. But if you are confident that something doesn't work for you, don't feel bad that you're not using that study technique. If you know yourself and you know your study techniques, stick to them. All right. So if it works for you? If it works for you, go for it. And do it. don't get phased by what other people say. If it works, do it. Because there's that other there's that other element, obviously, as well, is that there's in VCE, you're not short of people to give you advice. Mm, you've got no. the years above you. You've got the years below you. You've got your friends, your you've peers, your VCE teachers, your parents. Page you've got VC discussion space. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's willing to give you advice. Yeah. But the key is, is what you've said is being able to go, all right, thank you for the advice. Yeah. Put it through your little filter yeah. and then do what works for you. Exactly. The, other, the other side of that is also having a bit of trust and faith in, in your method yeah. as well. And that's, you know, all the advice I'm giving today goes along with that. If, if you don't think my advice is going to work for you, that's... Don't do it. Don't do Thank it. Thank you, Bob, for the for the advice. But I'm going to I'm going to stick with my system because exactly. it works. And that's also advice that you might. I don't know. That's a, that's a bit tricky one. Advice everywhere. Advice, yeah. Everywhere. Advice about advice to take advice and yep. Absolutely, and all it comes down to is clearly defining the problem and executing it in a, in an effective yeah. way. Def, yeah, define it, plan, and then execution. Yeah. Don't start executing without a set plan on how you're going to do it even if it takes a little time it's kind of like the way I like to think about it is a little bit off topic but you know how charities work Mm -hmm. a lot of people there's a bit of a stigma around them that uh, when they have a big overhead you know a big percentage is going towards admin and that kind of thing they're not getting a lot of that not a lot is actually going towards the problem but if you're increasing the overhead or if you're increasing the planning time, the actual execution is a lot greater than it would have been if that over if those overheads or that planning time wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so the planning's the key the key component. Exactly, exactly. So it's not only just defining defining the goal and then the execute because everyone wants to execute. Yeah. You get you like a like a dog with a bone in its mouth, you've got it, you just want to run away yep. from the other dogs and hide <laughs> and study your face off. 
But yeah. if you spend that time planning it and planning the way that you're going to go about it, that's mm-hmm. going to that's going to yield the results. Exactly. Fantastic. Hey, you didn't spend the you didn't spend the, the your younger years in the country, did you? Sure did not. Where did you Where did you grow up? Where have you been? And where have you travelled? And how did that? Because well, you know it's VCE specific. How did that impact your sort of school journey? Well, um, I uh, was born in South Africa, so I've got a South African background and family. Mm-hmm. Um, speak that at home. Uh, moved to New Zealand when I was about four, maybe five, um, and then uh, from there I went to. Australia, but when I, I obviously started school in New Zealand, uh, mum said, mum told me that for the entire first year of school, I didn't say a single word because um, I just didn't, I couldn't, <laughs> I didn't know how to speak English. <laughs> and uh, ever since then, I haven't stopped. But um, yeah, it's definitely come a long way from there. Wow. So I think, uh, I guess what you're going to ask me next is what it's kind of helped me with is. And how did you know? How did I... You've done this before, haven't you? <laughs> this interview stuff. You knew, you knew that that's the next question. You knew you hadn't given me enough, but I need more. More quality. That's what the audience demands of me. I'm just a, I'm a puppet. I'm, I'm directed. I, I can read your mind. <laughs> Been on your side. I'm kidding. Sensational. So, yeah, what did it... Yeah, well, what, 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 oh, um, definitely the adaptation and... I mean, moving around a lot, you have to learn how to adapt, stand on your own two feet. Absolutely. I mean, the fact that I couldn't speak for an entire year and couldn't communicate with anybody, um, obviously I don't remember it, but from that point in time it would have taught me some sort of resilience and some sort of getting by by myself. And now I think that's helped me uh, get to where I am because I'm not afraid to jump on opportunities by myself. No, and that's Um, a a very key and difficult skill to develop. It is. If you haven't had to face a situation or situations where those skills are needed to present themselves. Exactly. And I I think, yeah, that that would be probably the number one thing because just... Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily a VCE trick, but it is a life trick, just adapting and being able to jump on board something by yourself and having the confidence in yourself to yeah, Definitely. grab it with two hands. Speaking of off topic, mm-hmm. let's just reel them off for a second. Yep. South African. Yep. French. Oui, oui. Latin. Oh. Yes. Ciao. <laughs> That's three languages. Italian. <laughs> English, four. Yes. Got anything else? Uh, I can speak Italian. Lamborghini, Maserati, pizza. <laughs> Let's call it five. Ferrari. Ladies and gentlemen, we've, we've, we've got a polygot in our midst. A polygot. Polygot is a human that can speak five languages. Maybe the definition is fluently, so I'm not sure about Italian, but <laughs> at VCE 3-4 level, that's fluency, right? We won't go into that. But... <laughs> Here it is. So you're at uni and you're working away. As you said, the lecturers are great because they don't care if you submit work or not because universities, while the teaching component is a massive part of the lecturer's job, they're spending a lot of time researching and writing articles and getting funding for the university through grants and stuff like that. So if you hand in in your assignment week five, Mm. they don't care. Mm. You're gonna either get a part, you know, you're gonna get a tick in the box or a cross in the box, and if you don't, you just have to pay again to, to roll the dice. Um, yeah. So that's a big and, difference. And hope you don't get the same tutor. Exactly right. <laughs> so. It remembers you. Oh, you didn't do any work last semester. 
From your time at VCE and <laughs> mm-hmm. with your school captain's stuff and all your extracurricular activities, yeah. what, gave you, what gave you some great head starts into university that you took with you? Uh, I guess, yeah, just definitely what I was saying before, mm. being, jumping just on adaptable something, and yeah, stuff and being adaptable, jumping on it alone. Um, that the, the the strategic the clever learning um, I've definitely because you get so much information and there's so much information available about BCE you've got 20 years worth of past exams you've got so many people that you know have done it you've got teachers you've got everyone around you and so you can really make a clever study planning that is not the case at uni Um, you've got resources obviously Um, I mean all all Australian unis have plenty and plenty of resources and you can definitely if you tried you could find someone who has done who's been in your position Mm. but the amount of resources aren't there and planning a super clever super you know uh, specific study plan is definitely more difficult because mm. you just don't know and that's been my struggle because I've gone from doing this you know s- being super selective and super picky about what I study to having so much to study that I just go why <laughs> and it's the it's the freedom of choice that university gives you as well yeah. so even though yeah. you're so even though VCE would be we could say that it's like the surface level of knowledge of a particular subject chemistry for example mm-hmm. now if you go to university and major in chemistry as part of your science degree yeah. all of a sudden now you're plunging deeper down the rabbit hole but yeah. as as deep as it goes it also goes in width as well because once you find a topic that's interesting yeah. you can stop there and go laterally and go oh let's Ooh. look over here yeah Next minute, you you turn around and you don't even know where you are. Yeah. The semester's over and you've been focusing on you know, molecular biology. I don't know. I don't yep, know anything yep, about yep, chemistry, no, no. but there you go. Save the day again. Yeah. General knowledge. <laughs> but yeah, it's that it's that now you're getting into mm. mastery of a particular area of knowledge that that comes with. Yeah, you know, and you know, specific studying, or if you want to call it that, is definitely gonna come into play again but because it's first year uni there's just so broad much again, right? it's yeah. broad it's, you're, you're back on uh, baby steps you're back in square one and yeah. you have to start all over again with this hugely broad and you've got to figure out the system all again I guess my curiosity about figuring out the VCE system is carried through to uni where I'm now trying to go through my brain how does this work how am I going to be able to study for this what are they asking of me what do I need to so that same same process yeah, yeah the same process of figuring out the VCE is now figuring out uni and so you know I never I might do another interview with you in four years time and <laughs> how to do uni there you go exactly <laughs> keep the cheat sheet keep the cheat sheet times rolling yeah true Last question because we could talk we could talk for a very long time and the content would be would be exceptionally valuable at least to us and to our parents. But for the relevance of the guys back at home, if you could go back in time right now and you could ask yourself your year ten self, you could you could answer one question or give one piece of advice about how to survive the next three years of your VCE life, young Barbara. Yep. How, what question or what advice would you would you give to your younger self? My advice, uh, definitely stress less, don't worry. I mean, I 
that that's not going to be my main point, but that's one of them. Um, you this know. isn't a system that you can cheat. You've got one, like you've got one bit of oh, advice, okay. but I'll allow like commas, like there's a comma. Okay, this is so just a comma. Stre- hey, young Barbara, it's hey, me, stress. older Barbara. Stress <laughs> less, comma, comma. <laughs> No, you, you have, yeah, have faith in yourself, stress less, because you, know, you you will do better than you think you do. I didn't expect what I got at all. Um, but just spend, when you're doing something, put 100% of your focus into it. Whether you're socialising, whether you're resting, whether you're studying, whether you're doing work, doing spot, put 100% of your focus into it. Time block, don't be studying and procrastinating at the same time just if you're doing it do it properly move into the next thing do it do it properly move into the to the next thing even if you're only planning on studying for an hour a night that is fine but do it and do it properly and then you can fully enjoy what else you're doing and I, I feel like if I had done that it would have just been such a smoother less stressful journey and once again that ties into the stress less so if you can do that you will be stressing less (laughs) done well i've just had my question dissected planned and executed in front of my eyes i've just seen seen an insight into barb's process and it is it's absolutely fantastic the the moral of the story there is you're talking about being present and being mindful so they talk about these these are the big in terms at the moment they're in mm. on trend yes. is that no one's present and mindful anymore no one's actually mm-hmm. involved or engaged in what's happening right now you're mm. too busy thinking about oh what's going on here how am I going to study for this I've got to go to work I've got to do this I've got projects due essays due yikes yep. all of a sudden you forget the purpose of what you're sitting down to and, do so. and, and you know what when 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 you're not if, if you're having I mean I'm, I still need to f- work I've got such a long way to go before I can achieve what I've just the advice mm. that I've just given you. I mean, I'm definitely nowhere close to achieving it. Um, but if you, in time blocking that way and kind of separating in the blocks of time, have a change between each of those times. It doesn't matter how small it is. If you change your study space, um, I know before I started my I. I plan to start my VC study on a particular day. Before I did that, I rearranged my room, got a haircut, cleaned everything, just made it fresh. Change things constantly because that'll just refresh your mind and restart your process and restart your mind. Um, so that's nice. a, just a nice technique that you can use to uh, yeah, change your mindset, get focused, be mindful, as you said, mm. in the moment. Um, yeah. Unreal. Barbara, thank you so much for the time. I've, I've, enjoy, I've enjoyed it, and it's, uh, it's definitely been valuable, packed full of packed full of really useful stuff. Hey, guys and girls at home, if you want to get the the cheat sheet on this, which I'll knock up in the next day or so, we can head to the website www.thecheatsheet.net.au forward slash Barbara. If you're not sure how to spell Barbara, just Google Barbara Streisand and, and give yourself a bit of an education as well. Contact me for any questions as well. I'm happy to give advice, answer questions. If you need a vent, I'm happy to listen. There it is. There it is. We've got, um, we've got some fantastic stuff from Barbara and plenty more coming up soon. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk Bye. to you soon. Bye. Like this episode? Head to thecheatsheet.net.au for show notes, real-life cheat sheets, and links to our social media pages. Thanks for listening.